Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Mankind's greatest adventure, the exploration of deep space, is hung up while scientists figure out how to send enough food with our astronauts to get them to Mars and back. While nobody expects a Mars transport to include a five-star restaurant, neither should the seven-month trip to Mars plus another seven months for the long journey home offer nothing in the way of sustenance but freeze-dried asparagus and powdered milk. I can imagine the reviews already. Lousy food, no atmosphere. A spirited competition is underway to find a solution. Eight teams of researchers are kicking around ideas in pursuit of a $1.5 million prize. NASA calls it the Deep Space Food Challenge. So far, one of the weirdest entries is a process that can turn carbon dioxide, yes, the air that the astronauts exhale, into yeast. First, you combine a yeast starter with air and water, and two hours later, you have a protein shake of textured yeast, which can then be dried and rolled into pasta or tortillas or whatever. One of the rules of the contest is that an entry must consume next to nothing in resources and generate little waste. The air we all exhale would seem to meet both requirements. And one other thing, the food product that comes out of the competition must be safe to eat, nutritious, and perhaps most importantly, it has to taste good. Well, I should hope so. I wonder if consuming a breath mint before exhaling all that carbon dioxide would at least give the yeast a minty freshness. The carbon dioxide option, developed by an outfit called Air Company, essentially copies what plants do, a process we all learned about in junior high science class called photosynthesis. Without getting too technical, mainly because I wouldn't know how, Air Company has figured out how to get nutritional, edible yeast from an astronaut's exhaled breath. A company executive says the end product, like noodles, has a flavor like wheat gluten, but a bit sweeter. The food issue is immensely important because, logistically, packing enough conventional food for such a long trip would make the space vehicle much too heavy. NASA's contest has two goals. To not only make deep space travel more feasible, but to develop new and more sustainable ways to feed people here on Earth. The impact space exploration has had on our daily lives is difficult to overstate. Solar energy, for example, just one space innovation, is helping us fight climate change. And speaking of climate change, Air Company is also developing sustainable aviation fuel, which could one day diminish the reliance on fossil fuels and ease the strain on the global climate. For now, while we await the winner of NASA's Space Food Challenge, you may recall that NASA had a similar contest six years ago to find an efficient way to handle the exact opposite problem, what to do with astronauts' solid waste on long, deep space missions. That competition was called, and I'm not making this up, the Space Poop Challenge. Wow, talk about boldly going where no man has gone before. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.